Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Pre-Game Rumblings Pod, brought to you by DraftKings, where this week I'll be previewing the Buffalo Bills heading into Detroit to take on the Detroit Lions in this Week 12 Thanksgiving Day matchup. Um, it's an exciting exciting time. Buffalo Bills playing in primetime is always fun, but also uh, over the last couple of years, we've seen the Buffalo Bills be one of the teams selected to play on Thanksgiving Day. And for Bills fans, I don't know how everybody else feels about it, but for me, I absolutely love it. Um, I, I'm not normally a fan of the Thanksgiving or Thursday day, Thursday night games, but what I will tell you for um, Thanksgiving being one of my favorite holidays, you know, you're with family, you get to eat and you just enjoy yourselves. It's it's also, it's fun to be able to, to celebrate your team. And, and if you're winning and if you're playing well, it's, it's a great time and, I'm looking forward to the Bills being part of this for years to come. Hopefully, um, you know, they'll continue to be placed in these type of games. Josh Allen is 2-0 and for his career on Thanksgiving Day, and I'm hoping that this continues. So let's jump right into it. The 7-3 and Buffalo Bills are back in Motown after a four-day turnaround, facing off against the 4-6 and Detroit Lions at Ford Field. And like I mentioned, the Bills just left Detroit after the NFL decided last week's matchup against the Cleveland Browns should not have been played in Orchard Park due to that historic snowstorm um, that dumped over 80 inches of snow on the surrounding areas of Highmark Stadium. Orchard Park was it was a war zone of snow. Uh, Hamburg was the same. And while, you know, obviously they technically could have played the game in Western New York, I think the NFL made the right decision because there was major concern about the safety of the fans and anybody else trying to make it to and from the game. So I think, and, and again, it also turned out to be good for the Bills uh, because they won the game and they put themselves uh, firmly back in the place of the right the, to win the AFC East, where right now they're Tied, but technically a half game back from the Miami Dolphins because the Miami Dolphins beat the Bills earlier in the season, so they hold the tiebreaker. But the Buffalo Bills are in good place. They're in a really good space. So right now the Bills are favored in this game and expected to dominate uh, as their nine-point favorites on the road. Now, I think the spread opened at 10, dropped down to nine, but Still one of those games that you fully expect the Buffalo Bills to come out and win. You expect the Bills to to dominate on both sides of the ball. Uh, Let's jump right into uh, the injury report. We don't have weather to worry about because, again, we're back at the Dome. We're back at Ford Field. Uh, But did not practice and and not going to play. Um, I believe Tremaine Edmonds is out still with the groin and ankle injury. Greg Rousseau is out as well with an ankle injury. Uh, Mitch Morris is listed as questionable. So we're not sure if he's going to play or not, but um, I tell you what, Mitch Morris is somebody that you do not want to miss when it comes to, you know, any, any time during the game. Last time Mitch Morris didn't play, it was very difficult for the bills to really, you know, do a lot of things in their offense. It, it looked like we had, we had to come. Um, we, we had to run out of shotgun. And that limits your running attack. That limits um, several things that you can do to disguise things for the defense. So if Mitch Morris cannot go, that will absolutely hurt us. Um, But again, I still expect the Bills to, I expect the Bills to win this game and, and really dominate on both sides of the ball. Josh Allen was limited in practice, but he's been limited now for the last couple of weeks with that elbow injury. We did see him this week for the first time practice without his brakes. I don't know if he's going to play without the brakes, but you know, you can fully expect to see Josh Allen uh, play today. 
Um, Kyer Elam, full practice, he's playing. DeMar Hamlin, playing. Cam Lewis, playing. All-pro safety, Jordan Poyer, playing. David Questenberry, playing. So it looks like a lot of the injuries that we had that we were concerned with, uh, we're, we're now seeing these guys active and we're seeing these guys with full practice. So it looks like the Bills are, again, getting healthy at a time when you want to make a run and you want to make sure that we have some some momentum going into the second half of the season to really make that run at the AFC East uh, title, as well as hopefully you might get an off day or two for the Kansas City Chiefs. And if the Buffalo Bills can do what they're supposed to do, then we should really be in the mix to try and get that number one seed for the AFC conference. So I'm looking forward to that. On the other side, um, it might be a rough day for the offensive line of the Detroit Lions as two of their guards did not practice all week. Guard Evan Brown and guard Jonah Jackson um, both have not practiced and aren't aren't expected to play. Um, Starting cornerback uh, Jeff Akut, I always I apologize. I say it name Akuda. Jeff Akuda is actually out with the concussion as well. Uh, defensive line Charles Harris is out as well as Josh Pascal. So you're looking at potentially, you know, two backup players on the offensive line going up against the Buffalo Bills defensive front. We're going to talk about that in a bit, but that's huge for for the Detroit Lions. Uh, in limited participation, DJ Chart practiced. Uh, Josh Reynolds practiced. I believe both of those guys are going to play. Uh, Frank Ragno, so offensive lineman tackle, he is actually going to be playing or, or limited participation, but they expect him to play. Um, full practice, DeAndre Swift practiced with his ankle and shoulder, and Malcolm Rodriguez practiced with his elbow. So um, actually, you know what? No, I'm right. So yeah, Aduka is ruled out against the Bills. Um, they are not. He will not play. So. Let's get right into the game. Let's get right into the game. Here are uh, some of the things that I'm looking at. Uh, first, like I mentioned, the Bills are favored. They're favored to win this game. Josh is 2-0 and on Thanksgiving. Uh, so I don't expect, not because he's undefeated on Thanksgiving, but I just think that moments like this, he typically shows up and he plays his best games. But Detroit, they're also looking to carry some of the momentum into this matchup from their win this past Sunday against the New York Giants. They dominated that game with good defense and a strong run game. Jamal Williams has shown up for his team better than anybody could expect, really. Coming into this game, he leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns with 12, and that's more than Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb. So the Buffalo Bills were able to hold Nick Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt to you know some really lethargic running numbers. Hopefully we can make that happen again this week against Detroit. Detroit has a good run game. If they can't do anything else, they're going to run the ball very well. Um, But let's get into it. For me, it always starts and ends with Josh Allen. Always. Luckily, the Bills were were able to beat the Browns without him having the best of days. He had a decent day. He didn't turn the ball over, but it wasn't the typical dominating performance from Josh Allen that we're used to seeing. And right now the concern is, is Josh in his head? Is he in a slump? Is the, the elbow really bothering him? I don't think I don't think it's the elbow. I think it's a mental thing. I think he's in a slump. He had those three games where he had two uh, interceptions each. And that that's that's not good. <laughs> the, you know, needless to say, that's not good. And when when you ask why I say he's in a slump, let's look at the, the season. Let's break that down from weeks one to six. 
Josh Allen posted a 109.1 passer rating, which was second best in the league, with a 1.7 interception rate, which was ninth best in the league. Now you compare that to week seven through 10, and his passer rating was nowhere near as good. He had a 67.2 passer rating, which was worse in the NFL, and a 5.9 interception rate, which again, worse in the NFL. So I mentioned he didn't turn the ball over against the Browns, which is what you want to see. You want to see him improve there. But consequently, he also wasn't the same quarterback that we're used to seeing. He wasn't as aggressive. You had moments where Stephon Diggs was visibly frustrated, not necessarily with Josh Allen, but he was frustrated because the offense wasn't moving and the production wasn't there. And you know, when you have a player like Stephon Diggs, he wants to participate. He wants to help the team win. He wants to get these th the thing. He just wants to get the ball rolling. So, like I said, for me, it looks like Allen was in his head taking a safe throw most plays and not really testing the defense. This week, I'd like to see Allen get back to being Josh Allen. You know, when you when you have a, a Maserati, when you have, you know, when you have uh, whatever, whatever your favorite luxury vehicle that that's very fast, that a racing car, you have that you get aggressive and you and you drive that car. And the, and the offense will go as fast as Josh Allen would drive them. And I tell you what, in the words of Ricky Bobby, I want to go fast. I want to see I want to see the offense that we saw weeks one and week two against, you know, the defending Super Bowl champions and against the Tennessee Titans where we're putting up 40 points and we're putting up 30 plus points. I want to see that. And not I know we scored 30 points this past week, but our kicking our kicker gave us 19 points. I want to see Josh Allen put the ball in the end zone, get Stephon Diggs involved, get Gabriel Davis involved. That's what I'm looking to see. So that's the first point there. Second thing I'm looking at, let's talk about defense. Let's talk about how Matt Milano is making the case for the best defender on the Bills roster, not named Von Miller. This week's AFC Defensive Player of the Week has been showing up all season, all season, and he's been big time. He even has his teammates singing praises about how he needs to be mentioned in consideration for defensive player of the year. And I agree with him. Jordan Phillips said after the game to Sal Capaccio, he need, that's the name you need to hear when you're talking about defensive player of the year. And he's right. He's absolutely right. He's always around the ball. He's making big plays when they're needed. He was a huge part in keeping Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in check. He got a forced fumble or recovered fumble. He had a sack. He had, he's just everywhere. He's everywhere. And what I'm expecting this week is a similar performance because we need to keep Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift from running the ball wild on the Bills defense. Jordan Poyer being back obviously helped as well. We're going to need him again this week. We're going to need Jordan Poyer to play big. We're going to need Jordan Poyer to play smart like he's been doing. But with Poyer being back and now with, with Milano just consistently looking like this, I'm waiting for Tremaine. Now, Tremaine's not going to play. And that hurts, but I'm looking forward to seeing him when he comes back. And I'm looking forward to seeing this defense get back to being one of the most consistent and best units in the league. And for this game, I think Leslie Frazier is going to show why he's regarded as one of the best defensive minds in the league. I know some Bills fans get frustrated with certain things that we do as far as continuing to run a nickel when sometimes that isn't the best look. But listen, we ran nickel this week against the Browns and we stopped probably the best or second best running back in the league. So I expect Leslie Frazier to continue to do that. He's supposed to be successful against a team like this. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. Looking forward to seeing it. Uh, last point. 
I've been publicly <laughs> very concerned about special teams production when it comes to kick returns and punt returns ever since the Buffalo Bills have moved on from Andre Roberts. I love Isaiah McKenzie, but he just didn't cut it. He didn't cut it. Uh, last season, we saw several mistakes made on special teams, um, you know, not fielding kickoffs properly and turning the ball over. We've seen him fumble, fumble the ball on plays where he wasn't even tackled or touched. We've seen him um, just make bad decisions and lose yards instead of gain yards or, or fair catch the ball. Several different things on special teams. This season, uh, we've kind of gone through a musical chair situation, if you will, as far as returning kickoffs and punts back there. Now we made the trade for Naheem Hines. He hasn't yet really made an impact on offense, but he has for sure made an impact as far as return specialists for the Buffalo Bills. This game that we just witnessed against the Cleveland Browns, he made some great plays. And I'm telling you what, if they made this trade specifically just to have somebody make a difference when it comes to the special teams, I'm not going to be the one to complain. When you set the bills up with a short field like that is something that can't be understated, especially, especially right now when you're talking about a slump for Josh Allen, he's not looking like an MVP candidate. Short fields make scoring opportunities easier. And that's, that's which that's why special teams are so important. It's not just about the big play. I get it. We, we saw a couple touchdowns on punts this week or kickoff Cordell Patterson and Marcus Jones. And so we're seeing big plays in the special teams, but it's not always about that. For me, it's, it's also about the ability to set Josh Allen and the offense up with a short field, because when you can set them up with a short field, then what you're doing is you're, you're not putting Josh under the pressure of having to be incredible and, and go 85 yards. The first play of, of the Pittsburgh game or the first drive, he had to throw a 98-yard touchdown to Gabriel Davis. We don't want Josh to have to do that. I don't want that pressure on Josh Allen to be great to that capacity. So I think it's something that can't be overstated, um, that now we're able to improve on what we're doing on special teams. I love the addition of Naheem Hines. I love, absolutely love the addition of Naheem Hines. So look for Naheem Hines to continue to be a key contributor on special teams. But I'm also looking to see if we'll get him involved in the passing offense with the injuries, with us, you know, having to cut Isaiah Hodges for, you know, to try to send him back to the practice squad. And now he's picked up by the Giants. So we lose out on him. It's interesting to see if we're going to get Naheem Hines some opportunities in the slot. There's some talk about Odell Beckham Jr. Maybe, maybe not. Whether he comes or not, I would like to see Naheem Hines get involved. So, like I said, last week, the Bills were better than their opponent. It's the same thing this week. Just like last week, this week, they're better than their opponent. But this is a classic example of a trap game waiting to happen. And the entire nation is going to be watching. So, you know, we saw the Lions beat the Giants when nobody really gave them a chance it would not be wise of the Bills to overlook this team. I expect the Bills to win and cover the spread, but I say it with caution. I say it with caution. Any team that can run the ball and play defense has been an issue and is going to be an issue for the Buffalo Bills. So I don't expect that to be different, but I expect the Bills, I expect the Bills to come out and dominate this game. So let's get into it. Let's get into some other things here. You know, every single week this season, I've been trying to give you a parlay that, 
you know, will hopefully put some money in your pockets. And, uh, you know, the bills have been the bills have been showing up big for me with these parlays. Last week, uh, I fell short on the Dawson Knox touchdown. He didn't get that touchdown, but that's okay. Devin Singletary had a big day. We had James Cook with a big day. I'm looking forward to seeing it. So this week, let, let's get into it again. I, I'm going to keep. I'm going to continue to keep cooking up these parlays. And DraftKings puts it right on their homepage, so everybody, all of you, can, and everybody else from other markets can go and listen, can talk about the parlay, and we can, you know, just get involved. So this week. I want to talk a little bit about my parlay. It's it's very similar, but I'm going to go with the rookie this time. Last time I said Devin Singletary. I think what we saw from James Cook in this last game is that, you know, the Bills can give him the ball and he can make things happen. He, he's a big play kind of guy. So I'm looking for a James Cook anytime touchdown. I'm also looking at Gabe Davis for an anytime touchdown. He has some concern with drops this year. He's had some concerns, not really looking like the wide receiver two that we expect him to be, but he's also shown up at moments when Josh Allen needed to get the ball out. And I'm looking forward to seeing Gabe Davis and James Cook make a big play this week. And I'm taking the bills to cover the spread. Actually, um, there's no reason why I don't feel like the bills shouldn't cover the spread. I absolutely look forward to that. So that's the parlay this week. James Cook, anytime touchdown. Gabe Davis, anytime touchdown. And Buffalo Bills are going to cover that spread at that nine-point spread. And do me a favor. Don't just listen to the parlay talk and don't just do that. Go and download the DraftKings Sportsbook. That app, first of all, they're the official sports betting partner of the NFL. And it's the place to go when you're talking about betting this holiday season. New customers can bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. You heard me. Let me say it again for you. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they win. Plus, everyone can earn up to 100% a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code 5Questions. Place a $5 bet on any team to win and get a $150 in free bets. Just go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. You want to do it. I tell you what, bet on the Bills. Bet on the Bills. I'm really confident we're going to win this game. So you bet $5 on the Bills to win, you'll get $150. Now, you do have to be 21 in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdictions. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. If you got a gambling problem, I, I want you to take care. You know, we wanted you to take care of yourself and be the best version of yourself. As Coach McDermott would say, call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK and that's 467-369 and they'll, they'll help you out. Okay. Bonus issued as free bets, one boost per eligible game. Opt-in required, 10-leg required for 100% boost. Deposit parlay and, and wagering restrictions apply. Let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you taking the time to sit with me for this um, pregame rumblings pod. Enjoy your holiday. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Enjoy the games. And you know, go Bills. <laughs>